welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. All right, good morning, everyone. Always late in our own house. Why is that? Always late. I don't I can't, know. Can't blame it on mom. No, we got her on time. I was just, I had to work on things. I was just, you know, a lot of stuff going on. A lot on. of stuff going on. Beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day. I feel like we're all like in the uh, in the waiting room right now. The country as a whole, we're in the waiting room. A big, yeah, somebody was said they feel like big, they're well, they're waiting like biopsy yeah, results. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> exactly. We're in a, a big procedure was being done, uh, and we're all waiting to find out the results, uh, figuring out what we're going to do and spend our time doing over the next few days as this big political mess continues to unfold. I don't um, even think it's the next few days. I think it's actually going to be the next few weeks. What? I don't really think it's going to be. This is going to go drag on past the weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there my is. God. It's going to go on and on and on. It's It's not... You know what's happening right now? The fact what? that we're late. People who would normally maybe tune in or they're, they're, they're done with us. I know. I know. We really uh, we, fell we down on the job. We can't take you know, people's time for granted. Um, hopefully we'll get people back. Yes. Um, so like everybody else, we're sitting and watching the news and seeing uh, how the Electoral College is all uh, is playing out, and I keep waking up each morning, and I said, Beth, so what's the latest? Yeah, you, because I'm you, Steve Kornacki. I, I, you are my own personal Steve Kornacki. I'm Steve Kornacki at the big board. And um, it's it's tight, right? I mean, it's, it seems like it's trending in Biden's favor, but overall there's some interesting uh, developments yeah. well, across each state that has favorite, own nuance. My favorite thing that I saw yesterday, either it was on Twitter or Facebook, somebody said, Nevada is like <laughs> that is friend who says, I'm on my way to like come over to your house, but they're really sitting in their house in a tower. <laughs> I mean, they, they're at 86%. There's like... Why can't they just There's come? like 35 people in Nevada. Like, the, so far, there's like 8,000 people are separating them. I mean... Freaking Philadelphia, Pennsylvania has millions of votes they're going through, and they're like, "We're working on it. We're doing it. We're getting it. We want to get it done today." And Nevada's like, "So Nevada, snake eyes." So Nevada has the results already. No, only eighty-six percent. Eighty-six. It was almost like you know when how you have the is, wheel of doom and it just stops at eighty-six percent. That's what it's been how doing. Big, how big is Nevada? That can't be. Not as big. big as Pennsylvania. Right. I mean, if Pennsylvania and Georgia are, seem to be getting close to the what was the last? Was like, what was the margin? Like eight thousand. It was like neck and neck. It's, eight thousand. There's more. There's, there's more people than New Rochelle High School. Mm-hmm. You know, New Rochelle High School could be decided in Nevada. I mean, really? What? What? I mean, these people. They're they 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 have Las Vegas. They have the casinos. You don't mean to tell me they can't count? What's going on here? Oh, look at that, Craig. Craig is here. He's back. Yeah, yeah, right. America can count five million votes during <laughs> a true. commercial break, and certain states are seriously. It's, it's un, yeah, it's unreal. It's very, very true, Craig. I mean, they did listen. It was also that the courts blocked a lot of states from counting in real time. So Florida, kudos to Florida for being able to 
count in real time, do everything, get it done the night of. They were like, they got it. I mean, after the Hanging Chad debacle, they were like, we're not going to mess this up again. But these other states, the courts, you know, decided, no, you can't count until after. So that's a drag for people. Speaking of other states, you had mentioned Michigan. Yeah. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania about being counted late, and you were—I had asked why. Why are they being counted late? Do you have not Do you have? Well, I just answer? said it's the courts. It, it is it's the courts. courts. It was in each state. The courts decided that no, that you know they're but, saying the votes will count, but they are not allowing them to count until after the day of uh, until after election day. Well, I, I do wonder so, what goes into that thought process. Like why you know, uh, it, it's it's frustrating. I mean, because like I said, you know, Florida didn't do that and and you got real-time results i mean i think if anything you, you can't each state decides what they're going to do so you can't bet from a federal level they can't dictate. dictate all right unless unless the supreme court at some point says yeah everybody should even count the votes as they're coming in so that on election day you pretty much find out who the winner is uh, you know it does seem odd that there isn't a uniform way of handling a federal election Right? Yeah. You allow, I mean, yes. Well, it's the same way that they're dealing with uh, COVID, you know? Well, that, right. And that's, that's gone over well. Um, so, you know, this, this, this topic obviously has dominated the conversation over the last couple of days. It's going to continue to do so. So much so that our son in Chicago, who very rarely just calls on his own. I know. I was, calls like, back, I was like, what do you need? What's the matter? Calls out of the blue. Yes. To speak to Beth and wants to talk politics with her. So what? Did, tell me about your conversation with him. What did the boy have to say? He's like, so what are you thinking about the Electoral College? You going to go get her some stuff? Yeah, I'm going to go get um, He said, what are you thinking about the Electoral College? Like, where are we in terms of the numbers? And the reason why Dylan is really good at the Electoral College, he actually kind of schooled us in the Electoral College because... He um, he plays this game, and I think I had mentioned this before. He plays this game with his friend Anthony, and it's and it's called two seventy. And you can game the system like you could actually pay to be a certain candidate if if it's a popular one, or you can or you wind up being like one that's already run, and then you don't have to pay at all. So he did that. He's been doing it for the past couple of years, I think. Now so for could, two years, he probably knows Anthony. every single state. How many he knew everything. Votes, right? exactly. He was like really like on it, and he was actually starting to school me, and then he got me nervous. So. Uh, it's a, seriously, if you have kids, it's a great game for them to have them play, right? Right. I mean, it's a, way, it's a phenomenal way to get them involved in politics, to be knowledgeable about it, to know how, how everything works. I, to be honest, I probably should play it because I need to... Yeah, you need, you need to I, understand I need to sh- why I need to do all these things. So how did, how did you end the conversation? No, he made me more nervous, if anything. Like really? Was, yeah, he was like, because I was like, oh, I think it's in the bag. And then he was like, nope, I don't think so. Like, he was <laughs> like... He's like, yeah, no. So like, everybody uh, knows where we stand, I think, politically. Uh, you know, pretty much our entire family voted for Biden. Um, but, you know, Rebe- Rebecca is definitely, out of all of us, the furthest left. She's the progressive. Le- yeah, she's We're definitely the fur- yeah, she's definitely the furthest left. Um, you probably would be mm. second, right? Yeah, and d- but I'm d- moderate. Dylan, I'm still moderate. Dylan is is moderate to right me. a little. He's more no. He's he's more con- 
He's more he's Republican very, in his he, thinking. No, he's very... I mean, I don't think so. He's very socially left. Yeah, okay. Very socially. Okay, very, I mean, but, but he's about facts. Yes. So Dylan, he's all about the facts. Dylan, to me, is what I hope that many other people, when they're debating young politics... People. Young people. Can really... Is, not Maybe aspire is not the right word, but can sort of emulate when they're talking to other people. Dylan does discusses things, for the most part, dispassionately. Um... And he, I think, has learned skillfully not to attack the person, but to attack the issues. And he is able to recognize and see that just because somebody does not agree with you politically does not make them any less intelligent than you, does not make them any less of a person than you. It's just different ideology and perspective. Which brings me to my next point here. We're not going to mention any names because we don't do that. But Beth had a very interesting uh, exchange yes. this morning uh, with some people Yesterday in yeah. with some people in her own party who made some pretty disparaging remarks about people from the other side of the other side of the aisle, the other party. Really, very disparaging. And Beth said something. Okay, and Beth stood up and said, "Really, that's not right. That." that you should not say that. Not only should you not say it because it's just wrong to say it, but it's you're just wrong. And this is we we've said this numerous times before. First of all, again, I I will I will say we have friends on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. Very good friends uh, on okay. both sides. Yes. And I have we have some friends that are staunch Trump supporters. Without a doubt. And I can tell you that those friends that we have that are the biggest Trump supporters out there would lay themselves down in front of a truck for us yep. if they needed to. Yep. That's what they... they I mean, if this the last four years told us anything... They would do they, anything, yeah, okay? Yeah. They don't judge us. They don't judge us for our political no. views. They don't, and in terms of intelligence, brilliant yes, people, so okay? So anybody out there who wants to use... Pejorative terms and statements and disparity. Pejorative. I should have used that as a word of the you day. That was good. If you want to do that, this I, I you one you just look uneducated yourself when you say it, and number two, and again I don't like Trump, I voted for Biden, but I really feel the reason why we've had Trump in office for the last four years is because of disparaging comments, and statements from people who don't allow others to think a certain way. And that's why we've had that man in office for the last four years. It's the dismissive. It's the it's the no, you're just stupid, you know, uneducated and racist if if you did this. And then on the you know, and then of course there's the you know the the far right side is not is also yeah. And they're it, both it, it, both it's sides both horrible. Make it's, these sweeping generalizations about the other side, and and I in this are in this discussion, which became an, a little bit of an argument. I pretty much said, you know, when you cast that aspersion on an entire group, that, that, you know, people that are offended by that will dig in their heels and will then stay even truer to their cause because they feel like, how dare you question my intelligence or anything, you know, or anything else. And, and that's really, that was what I discovered after 2016. I felt that way. I was like, how could people be so, you know, I was that person and our daughter does that a lot and she gets into arguments with our son because he tries to have discussion with her based on fact and she has discussions based on emotion. 
And when you and when especially and I'm not being chauvinist about it, but as a woman, we can get emotional and and after a certain point we throw our hands up and we just say, You're just stupid, you don't understand. <laughs> and that doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, come up with it the facts, not. come up with the you know, all the different reasons why, you know, you feel a certain way or you did something, but at the same time, when all when at the end of the day we are all we can make our decisions for ourselves, for our families, but we cannot make our decisions for our friends, and we shouldn't be casting judgment on yeah. other people's decisions. Uh, so, I'm not, I think I'm so the cancel culture has got to be. Hey, got, hey, Craig. We got you know, Craig squared today. The cancel culture. We've got to have a reckoning with this cancel culture and really start realizing that it's okay to hear how people feel and their opinions, but at the same time, opinions and facts are two very different things. So. And I, I, I will say one thing. This is this I find very interesting. There is a segment of the population out there that automatically assumes or makes a statement. It really bothers me when they say this, that if you support Trump, that makes you a racist. My question to people who believe that, who actually believe that to be true, what do you say to a person of color that supports Trump. Mm -hmm. Do you just go ahead and say that that person of color is a self-loathing individual? Is that what you basically say by but for person mm -hmm. of color that supports Trump? Right? I mean, I just I would love to know what that person's response is to Hispanic community, right? And well, overwhelmingly, I'd love, to, uh, I'd love to know what they say. And to, guess what? In Florida and in um, what was it? What was it Florida and is it Maricopa County in in um, so, Arizona? Right. Those are also the, the Latino population. A lot of them voted for Trump. So what are they? No, so seriously, so as you know, if you're a progressive, what are you going to call people of color that voted for Trump? Right? You, you, I don't think you're going to call them a racist, right? No, and and the thing, especially Republicans. Um, I, you know, there there have been I, I've seen politicians who have talked about this. There's a, there's one in particular that is a he's a black I think senator or congressman, but he talks about the opportunity zones and bringing more opportunities. And we talked about this the other day, the small business owners, um, you know, to people of color, and it has happened under this administration. And I I voted for Biden. I am a Democrat. I have to it you know say that there are certain things that are done from an economic standpoint to help people that That's are it. good but you know other things ideologically i, I want to like you know I lose my lunch but these are we're you know it's a very polarized community that's enough on the political front. Today. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've, I know. We've already spent. We've already spent more. Yes, we have, and, and more I time know. on politics. Yeah, and and it is that you know what? Yes, do it's, it's it's like it's also the verbiage. It's also the things that the way that the media paints each side of, of the aisle, and and by continuing to hammer those negative things home, we are always going to be polarized. So so turn the TV off. And, you know, don't turn off Facebook because you won't be able to watch us. But just know that when you're you're in your silo, you're only going to hear what you want to hear. And You know what I want to hear? I want to hear about what's for dinner tonight. What's for dinner tonight? I don't uh, know. It's uh, Thursday. Well, last night we had dinner. Beth made a very good dinner last I night. I made steak. She did. She made a very nice I steak. I made steak. Made, made some nice side dishes. She actually made some shrimp. It was a little surf and turf action mm -hmm. yesterday. which I, was, I uh, made but, a cauliflower with a little laughing cow oh, yeah. and some seasoning. You're not a fan. Yeah. 
He's not um, a fan of my cauliflower no, rice. No, Beth is on a cauliflower kick over the last six months. It's just, it's all you Had ever... Had to turn cauliflower, cauliflower into, into this. Cauliflower, cauliflower into this. Mashed. Cauliflower pizza. Cauliflower potatoes. Cauliflower risotto. <laughs> and the list goes on and I on and on. There's got to be a book about cauliflower. I'm sure there is. So, after dinner last night, um, Beth gave me the, uh, what do you call it, the, the stick? Fires is that the, is the fires. I gave the, you the stick. You gave me the stick. I gave you the watch, uh, the control so, of the stick. So I was looking for uh, some movies to watch, and then I decided I'm going to watch this one again, even though I've um, seen it before. I think this movie is just great, and that movie is Whiplash, right? Oh, you, intense. I, has any I, has anybody out there seen Whiplash? I don't know why I watched last night. I just felt like I wanted to watch something that I've seen before. What a great movie! I mean, that movie is intense from like five minutes into it until all the way until the end. And I'm so actually, I'm kind of surprised that you do like this much because remember when we watched with Adam Sandler? Oh, the movie, um, well, because it was very it was like, disturbing at the very end where I was on the edge of my seat the whole time and I'm like, I'm really uncomfortable in this movie now. But I think they got the drummer, um, Miles Teller is the actor. And, and J.K., what's his name, J.K. Simmons? Yeah. As the uh, music teacher, J.K. Simmons, he won, a, he won Best Supporting Actor for mm-hmm. that. He's phenomenal. And they're, 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 he's, both of them are phenomenal. So I keep coming back to this um, philosophical question from the movie. Did J.K. Simmons, was he, a good, was he a good guy or was he really a bad dude? Did he, in other words, did the ends justify the means? If he had not done the things to right, Miles, they have not to Miles Teller, would Miles Teller, whatever Newman, Neiman, Neiman, yeah, Neiman, would Neiman the drummer have been as great as he turned out to be if this teacher didn't act like the asshole that he was? Yeah, right. And that's the question you keep coming back with. Was he what, Charlie Parker? Mm-hmm. Like, would there be another Charlie Parker in the world if this guy didn't drive him to the point of insanity to make him want to? Go right. above and beyond. Like when he had the car accident. Oh, that was horrible. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean that. Like, come the, on. After a certain point, it's a little. There's bit a much. scene of Whiplash where Miles Teller is rushing to get in front of uh, for a performance, and as soon as he walks in, he doesn't have his drumsticks, right? Mm-hmm. And J.K. Simmons basically says, oh, "You're out." He's like, "What do you mean? I'll borrow somebody else's drumsticks." He says, "No, you're out." They start getting into an argument, and he tells Miles Teller, okay, you have exactly 11 minutes to go get your sticks. So Miles Teller is rushing in the car, and he goes and gets them, and, and uh, he's driving on the way back, truck. and he gets hit by a truck. And he gets out of the car, all bloodied, goes back to the uh, performance, and starts performing, and it didn't work out too well. But still, what an intense scene. And then the end scene, that drum scene at the end was just like, it's one of the best scenes, I think, in the movie in the past 20 years, easily. So, I love it. But unfortunately, in the, well, not unfortunately, but in the current climate that we're in, the, the, like, Professor Freak would get kicked out for that kind of behavior, so. Yes, that would that, that would, not would not be tolerated. not fly anymore. Like, no, it just doesn't fly it, do, it does not fly. Uh, Although, you know what's funny, though, and I have to say, because, you know, being on the, the, health program that I've been doing and, and it, while I'm a health coach I have a health coach myself and then she has a coach above her and my coach is is like that she is tough as nails and her coach is even tougher than her and I remember when I had those like initial phone calls with them I'm like I can't deal with this 
I don't need someone who's like trying to whip me into shape and tell me what I need to be doing in order to like do well on this program. And then after I finally realized like what they were saying was a million percent right, I was like, oh yeah. Depends on whether or not people can handle the certain. You can't coaches. handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. And she actually, my coach this morning, made a comment about that. She's like, I know that my my um, personality can be off putting to a lot of people because I come on really strong and I tell it like it is. But in the end, if it if it encourages you to do better and push harder and but she's, whatever, but she's not throwing food at you the way J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons was throwing drums. No, at she doesn't throw. Food. <laughs> We've only known each other virtually because of the pandemic. I haven't met her like physically in person. I wonder so how many other know. people have become pretty friendly through Facebook and never actually met in person. I, I have a bunch of people because of because of the vlogging thing for years that you became good friends with, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, oh. Craig said, JK was the Bobby Knight of music teachers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bobby Knight, that's another one, too. Bobby Knight. I mean, you've got, you've got a whole laundry list of, of coaches who don't Lou dance. Gossett Jr. <laughs> um, Jack Nicholson. Um, you can't handle it, Um <laughs> You mentioned something this morning about one of your shows that you used to watch. Yeah. The Affair with Ruth the Wilson. The Affair. Oh, boy. What's, I go, what's, what's going show. on there? I never so watched it. So if you haven't binged watched a show, that if you haven't seen The Affair, then it's a definite it's a definite good binge watch show. But I watched it and there was a season, not the final season, but the second to the last season, one of the characters was like killed off abruptly. It was very unsettling and upsetting and I couldn't believe that they did that. Um, and But nobody knew what happened. You just thought it was part of the storyline and the story. Well, turns out her name is Ruth Wilson <clears throat> And she said she left because it was a hostile work environment. She was very, and the thing is with the affair, there was a lot of nudity. There was a lot of like sex scenes and, you know, violence in the show and all kinds of other stuff. And she had issues with certain things. The, of course, the um, executive producer is saying she was just difficult to deal with and they couldn't take it anymore and they got rid of her. So it's a he said, she said situation or a she said, she said. Because um, I think the person in charge is a woman as well. But regardless, this Ruth Wilson was saying that she was like part of the Me Too before Me Too was even out, and um, so you think about it a little bit differently because they did it. They. Well, I'm gonna uh, think about it a lot differently now if I ever watch it. It's a very good show. Um, FYI. And, and a sad note, also in Hollywood, one of Beth's favorite actors of all time. I mean, anytime you see a story about him, got to bring him up. Michael Love J. Him. Fox. Right, Love and it's Jay it's Fox. it's sad what they're saying. My, there was a story about him, <clears throat> basically saying he can't even remember lines anymore. Yeah, he's on the cover of People magazine, and he is now because of his Parkinson's disease is having trouble remembering his lines. The memory part is kicking in badly, and uh, it's so sad. it's so tragic. What a it's great! Just, I mean, he, he was what the a, best. He was he was great, him. and it was such a great show. Yeah. But, right, Family Ties. Mm-hmm. What a great show! Family and, Ties, Back to the Future. Yeah, but also the show Doc was, Hollywood. But yeah, but <laughs> what was his character's name in Family Ties? Alex Ka- Pe- Alex P. Keaton. Keaton. He was great. He was great. Hilarious. He um, was so good. The, the fact that he played the uh, the House uh, Republican while his parents were both everybody were total progressives, <laughs> right? He was like, I he mean, was a, he seriously, was... that show was so good, and he was so good. But yeah, so unfortunately, he's dealing with memory issues now. Um, 
And Beth also uncovered some interesting things this morning, too. She was, you know, looking through the news, trying to find out about local drug raids, and she found out there was a drug raid in Canada. What made this drug raid in Canada so interesting is that when they raided the place, they found kangaroos and zebras there. Right? I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice drug raid to go on. Hey, yeah, seriously. I, I'm, was... I'm, I'm going to that house. Um, there's going to be a ton of drugs. And by the way, you're going to get a chance to see a couple. It's like, of... wait, what's that song? <laughs> Just got back from Illinois. Locked the front door. Oh, boy. Right? Do, do, do. Looking out my front door. I mean, that's like tambourines right. and elephants all but playing. You did a very good job today of of. Finding, finding a, an eclectic I, like I, array of news. Yeah, Beth and I, we had to go pick up my mom. Mom's in the other room. Mom, if you're watching, you can, uh, you know, give a shout out from the uh, from the den. <laughs> um, we went to pick her up in Queens this morning, and I said to Beth, I said, I'm not gonna have time to start looking through the news to. Uh, so I was the, put on on so, news so Beth, patrol. Yeah, so Beth was searching through stuff, and she would mention this. I'm like, yeah, that's not that interesting. Oh, that's it. But you did find one thing that I said, yep, that's pretty interesting. It has to do with food shopping. Right. Something you can't get on Instacart. Yeah, Beth is... You wouldn't be able to get this at Wegmans. Beth, and nor Beth you orders food all that. the time. Right. So you found um, about a story about a crate of oranges. A crate of oranges in Japan that auctioned for $9,600. $9,600 for a crate of oranges. That's just nuts. I mean, and you can't save them. It's not like it can become a collector's item, right? You gotta, no. You got to eat them. You got to eat the oranges. I mean... Yeah, because they'll go bad. I would, I would love to try one. I want to. I, I want to. Really I want to see what an orange from a ninety-six hundred dollar crate. And there's only a hundred like. oranges. That's it. Just a hundred oranges. Ninety-six dollars per per orange. I mean, that's a lot of. That's that's, a, that's expensive. That's that's very very expensive. Yeah. Um, and then the last uh, piece of news, because uh, this is very much, this is very important to Beth. She's always staying on top of this about which states. Uh, have legalized marijuana. She, she's every day. She's trying to find like, out. Come where, on, New York. What's going where on? Where is it legal now? Where is it legal now? Well, turns out that some new states have just been added to the list, where it is now legal to smoke pot. Those states are again added to the list. South Dakota. I mean, if you live in South Dakota, don't you have to smoke pot? Right? I, mean, I don't know. I thought I don't know. I mean, what I've else never is been. What, what else is there to do? I don't know. Uh, Montana. Another one. It's a very nice view. I think it enhances the experience. Arizona okay. and New Jersey. As long as the people in Arizona aren't counting ballots, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. As long as you're not a ballot counter, we're okay with Don't count. But New Jersey was New Jersey was added to the list. All right. So now we're like surrounded. I mean, there's like so, most states around us can all make it legal except for New York. But it, so, <clears throat> how does it work if you're crossing the GW Bridge? At what point are you crossing on the GW Bridge if somebody said it's okay to toke up? But I don't think you're allowed to in a car anyway. That well, would no, be like not, drinking well, alcohol. Not in the car. You can actually, can't people, there's a, you can walk across the GW Bridge. Oh, if you're walking, yeah. Right? If you're driving, you can't drive on the so it, where, whether uh, you had pot or Where on the, the GW Bridge is it okay to start smoking? Huh. <laughs> Let's do that. It's almost like, what, what's the bridge in New Hope, like where we go to New Hope, Pennsylvania and Lambertville? Oh, that's There's a very like, cool bridge. It's a very cool bridge that like you you walk across this bridge and one part is New Jersey. One, one, one Jersey, plank one's is in New Jersey and one's in Pennsylvania. It's kind of funny. Kind of funny that way. It's kind of funny how uh, boundary lines work. Yeah, exactly. Did you manage to do any trivia today? Yes, All right, I we're did. Gonna, we are going to shift over to trivia. All right, let me find it. Here it is. Hold on. Let me just get to it. Uh, one touch Google. All right, here we go. 
So our trivia consists of, if I can pick it up, oh, here we go. Alrighty. Your word of the day is perfervid. Can you spell it? P-E-R-F-E-R-V-I-D. Perfervid. Perfervid? Perfervid. Perfervid? Perfervid? I guess so. Perfervid. Not perverted. Not perverted. Perfervid. <clears throat> they probably did that on purpose just to like screw you up. Um, yes. Oh, Lambertville, Delaware Bridge. Is it Delaware or is it? No, it's, um, but it's New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. New Hope. Yeah, New Hope. Perverted. Or, um, I don't know. It's very fervent, extremely ardent, impassioned. Okay. All right. I ha what is the shortcut for the copy function on must most computers? I'm saying Stu is going to have this answer. Come it's on. Copy function? What? Yeah. What it's Control C. Oh, come on! You didn't even <coughs> give him a chance. I know that one. Yeah, I'm but sorry. Stu's a computer person. You could have at least like let I'm him sorry. answer. We're My on bad. delay. My bad, Stu. Yeah, he, I'm sorry, Stu. I I figured you would get that one. Okay. Which planet is the hottest in the solar system? If this is interesting, because you would kind of think that a different one was, but this one is. Well, I think you're the hottest in my solar uh -huh. system. <laughs> you're so funny. You're so funny. Oh, so Stu says, but it goes over the Delaware. Oh, I gotcha. Like the matzo bridge. Ah. Looks like the Earth, but it's not the Earth. Mercury. No. Does Mercury look like the Earth? I don't know which planet. What is the Earth's sister planet? Mars. No. No, Mars is cold. Mars is like 70 during the day and like 70 Jupiter. below at night. Venus? Venus? What, did you ever take astronomy? I did. I just forgot. It's I don't like one remember. of my favorite subjects. It's hard for me to re remember stuff about places Venus I've never been to. Venus is the planet Earth's sister planet. They look very much alike, except it's 900 degrees on Venus. Ugh. If it were 900 degrees here, it would be... And you'd still want my, to turn on the heat. I'd still turn the heat on. <laughs> it's, it, it's 900 degrees. Jeez. So, just so you know. Right. Which painter's work is the most stolen? The most stolen... The most stolen painter work. Now, are you, when you use the word stolen, do you mean like plagiarized or copied or actually physically? Stolen. I think physically stolen. Like people have stolen this person's uh, artwork. Kevin, you just made it for trivia. Uh, Craig is right. He wrote Enos, but I know he meant Venus. All right. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say Picasso. You are correct. Nice. I'm very good about art. It's okay. Stolen. The museum of what can be found at Ponte Pontadasio in Italy. Museum of. This is kind of funny. Pontadasio. Boats. Spaghetti. Oh. There's a museum of spaghetti. How cool is that? I know. I who I wonder who works at the museum of spaghetti. Um, if you have a rhydectomy. What kind of procedure has just occurred? You have a... Rhydodectomy.
Oh my god, Craig knew it was the pasta museum. Craig. Craig, you were like, that's very impressive. Did you go there ever? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a facelift. Facelift, wow. Rhydectomy. All right. The average person does this 13 times a day. Let's keep it PG. Average person does it 13 times yes. a day? Yes. Yes. Because I know that you're going to, you know. Stop. You really insinuate really terrible things about me sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I knew that, like, I kind of, when I, when I wrote this question down, I thought it could go, you know, First of all, directions. that would never be 13 times. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That would never, ever be 13 times. My God. Okay, whatever. I just, yeah, just thought it was funny. Um, and, and actually, what I just said. Urinates. Laughs. Oh. Oh, farts. Farts would make you laugh. So, yes, it's you laugh thir at least 13 times a day. I think we do more than that. I laugh a lot more than 13 yes. times a day. What does roulette literally mean? Chance. Nope. I think literal. Like. Little oh, wheel. Oh, thank you, Joanna. Oh. <laughs> so nice of you. Thank you. You made my morning. <sighs> All right, I said little wheel. All right, in what TV series do we meet Perry Masonry? I used to love this because they always used to come up with clever names for like all the characters. No. I don't know. The Flintstones. Get it? Perry Masonry. <laughs> <laughs> In 1969, who formed Tangerine Records? Dylan would know this one. In 1969? 1969. Who formed Tangerine? Think about, like, someone that Dylan would like to, you know, like, he likes to listen to all kinds of stuff. Oh, my God. I, mean, I know. It's, he has a whole, like, repertoire of things. The music producer of some kind? Or no, it's, it... a, it's an actual, like, performer. Like, John Lennon. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Oh, that's Tangerine. cool. Tangerine. Tangerine Records, Ray Charles started that. So. Wow, that's cool. Just so you know. All right, so now, uh, I hope uh, you do a Thanksgiving we, special. We will. Thank you. Thank you, Joanna, Yeah, sure. well, uh, I'll have to do, well, maybe I could, uh, I'll bring a turkey. Right? <laughs> well, uh, all right. All right, what's the song? Name the TV series. Oh, Joanne loves our videos. You both look great. Thank you. And I'm getting my hair colored tomorrow. Thank you, Joanne. See, I'm going to get rid of the grays. Come on, this is an easy one. I'm saying Kevin's going to guess this. What, what TV shows from? Yeah. Nash, right? Yes. yes. Very good. Why'd you think Kevin was gonna get it before me? Cause Kevin's a musician. Like he's like he knows music. I thought actually I thought that uh, Kevin would get uh, Ray Charles, but he didn't. That's okay. 
I'll let that slide today. <laughs> That's fine. Mass, Joanna, Dude, excellent. Very good. Very good. So that was fun. That was. So now we've got to know about go, our day. We got now things I go do to some go. Called work. Yeah, and, I've got to take your mom to her. I got some appointments. Appointments. She's got to go. Beth is on on mom appointment yes. duty today. Joanna said it first. You get the answer. Good job. For sure. All right, um, this was fun. I'm glad we were able to get the show in today. Yes, me too. I'm All glad right. we got it in and have a great day, everyone. Remember what we said, do not let politics and election get you all stressed out. Okay? And don't let it affect your friendships either. Please. Please. Seriously. Or your family or anything like that. Like, just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. All right? Breathe. Yes. All right, everybody. Have fun. Stay safe. And uh, smiles, everyone. Bye. Smile. Bye.